Let's bring in uh, Alex Stone from ABC News. You know, Alex, uh, you know, Zach told me the way you guys kind of, uh, you know, start communicating with each other whenever you kind of jump on the the way that you communicate and come onto the air with us without going into the weeds. But it, it, that you go ring, 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 ring. like you. <laughs> that is our hello. I don't say a thing except ring, 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 ring. Yeah, and then Zach will go ring, ring, and you go ring, 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 and it's the beginning. Uh, it's the drill in that the Van Halen song that I use for my intro because Every I go ring, 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 right, and now I can't hear that song and not hear you going ring, 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 like in your head, like in my head, it's bouncing around. Oh, see, that's all we can hear now. Every day on that song, I like it. Ring, 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 ring. Because that's how it starts. That's the. That's what Eddie Van Halen did. He literally used a drill near the pickups uh, on the on the guitar on the body of the guitar, and that's you know you know pumping the trigger, and that's how he got that. That's what happened with that, I guess, from what I understand. I don't even know how we started doing that, but at one point, probably like six months ago, we started going. <laughs> Zach's in my ear doing it now, and I can't. I can't get it out of my head, man. I can't get it out of my head. Uh, so you fly? Well, you just you just flew. I'm flying this weekend. I fly. I don't know a few times a year. No, not anywhere. Probably even close to how many times you fly a year. But I saw this story about how this flight had to turn around. It was a, a Delta flight from Amsterdam to Detroit. Had to turn right back around. When in the overhead bin, they discovered maggots in oh. the in the. <laughs> could you imagine? Was there something dead up there? What was uh, going on? Well, I I'm not even I'm not even. They don't even specify exactly how it happened. <laughs> they don't mention the body that was up there. <laughs> <laughs> when the people are like, I can't fit my carry on in there. It's like, <laughs> could you move this body, please? <laughs> you know, uh, and no, they don't really say exactly what it was, but. Um, yeah, I, I, there was, it was like a rotten fish that was in a suitcase and Ew. maggots and people didn't, they just weren't suspecting that that was the case. Listen to this. They were allegedly compensated with air miles, hotel rooms, and a $30 meal ticket. I think it's safe to say that the meal tickets probably were went left they were left unused most likely cuz you're coming off of discovering maggots on a plane you're probably not fit to eat for a while is my guess yeah with that yeah, yeah. so yeah i guess um they did um it did come from you know somebody's luggage but yeah a rotting a rotting fish was the the gross. source i believe so yeah. <clears throat> i just thought you know it's funny you'll hear all these different stories about you know, you saw the footage of the one dude was landing punches. Just the most recent fight. Oh, that the one was, to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, man, he was landing. Was do you happen to know the guy that was landing the punches? Was he the one that was basically just trying to defend his stance, or was it the guy in the seat that was telling? I honestly don't know. I saw the video very briefly, but I don't know. Oh, okay, I, none of that ever goes on any flight I've ever been on. My flights are always, you know, chill and uh, for good reason. I mean, I'm glad that they're that way. But I see the, the people go crazy on flights and go, "Man, I've never seen that go down." Right, right, no, and that was kind of where I was going with it. I was like, you know, that's never really happened with me. But to see that, I'm saying to myself as I'm watching it, I'm going, "What would I do in that situation?" 
if I was, you know, not involved in somebody swinging right, on me. Right, but you're looking on and yeah. thinking, do I get involved in this? Do I well, check somebody? What do I do? I mean, you, you, the guy that was swinging was being told by a guy who intervened. I don't even know if the guy knew him that was intervening or what. But he was te- he kept saying, it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. And finally, the guy backed off. But um, the guy who swung on him, there's video of it, the assault. And it was based on, he was telling... He was telling him basically, I guess, to um, he was doing something that was annoying, and I don't know which was which. Which guy was the one doing something annoying, and the uh, which one was the one saying, "Please stop doing it." And then that's kind of how it escalated from there. And wow. I don't know. People also think about you know you get on a flight and it, it, people are extra amped. It seems like a uh, little more than norm, depending on how much you fly. You might be extra, you know, extra alerted or extra alert or extra heightened, if you will. The anxiety, you know, people process all of those things differently. But um, that guy was landing punches that like hitting the guy in the side of the face. Man, I was like, wow, man. it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Um, so now we were. I, I was promoting that we were going to have the very latest on what happened. D- you know, during that shooting yesterday, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs celebration there, and all of these different things that are coming out. The the one the Chiefs trainer says the team was on buses when all of that happened, and we're not really hearing anything about anybody in custody, who it is, or or what's going on with this. Yes, yeah, so we are learning a lot more. I can't imagine they were in buses yet because they were still on stage, and Travis Kelsey had just been singing Garth Brooks up there, uh, appeared to be very drunk on stage, and uh, it was right at that point where the the MC was saying, "Yeah, thank you everybody for coming," and uh, and right as maybe ten seconds later, it was this. And you can still hear the the music there, and that was the music that the the team was partying with. But today, uh, we're we're learning more about it. It's clear this was not an active shooter in the crowd. This was a street argument. Then those who were involved who were arguing had guns, and they fired, and almost two dozen victims in the crowd were hit. And then that moment where you hear that volley of gunfire coming from likely multiple guns. We know that police have now seized multiple guns in the investigation. Everybody went running. Two of the three uh, who were detained today detained are under the age of 18. The um, The woman who was killed was a radio DJ, popular radio DJ. 23 others were hit and injured. But the police chief in Kansas City today saying this. This appeared to be a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. And initially that wasn't clear. It looked like it might have been an active shooter. Trey Filter uh, took down one of the shooters, held him down, fighting with him until police got there. Couldn't see much. Um, I heard that uh, get him. I saw a flash next to me. And... Um, I remember I jumped and remember thinking, I hope this is the food they were talking about. Yeah, half the victims shot were under 16 years old, the youngest being eight years old. Uh, trauma surgeons say they, they did a lot of work on uh, those who were injured. But today seems like it was uh, an extreme case of, of street crime and charges have not yet been filed. They likely will be later tonight or tomorrow. But uh, most of those who are in custody right now are, are children under the age of 18. Well, it, it is good. I'll oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, did I don't know, the, a really, really cool story, um, Alex. And uh, just off the record, I'm a big wrestling fan, okay? And um, I thought this was one of the coolest stories. So the WWE literally made an exact like world championship belt to give to the Kansas City Chiefs. It was uh, it's something I think I think they've had it since they won last year. So they had it at the parade. 
Well, Trey Smith of the Kansas City Chiefs, he was a Chiefs player. He he gave this belt away. This was the I mean, you, you got to look for bright sides and dark stories, right? He uh, he said he saw a little boy with his father. The boy was hysterical. He was panicked. He was scared. He was screaming. He didn't know what was going on. And so I had the WWE belt the entire parade, and I was thinking, what can I do to help him? So he, got, he gets down, and he hands the kid the belt, and he goes, you're a champion. No one's going to hurt you. No one hurts the champion. Oh, wow. And, dude, I tell you, I got tears in my eyes reading that. Like, scared little uh, – this boy, couldn't, I think he was like five – and here you got this belt that's probably worth ten thousand dollars, and he just he didn't care. He said, "Here, uh, you're the champ, buddy, and no one's going to hurt you. Nobody hurts the champ." I mean, how cool is it? in a moment of sheer terror and panic? That that just warmed my heart to read that. So I, I didn't know if you were aware of that. No, I had not heard that. Wow. Yeah, very interesting, um, and and very cool that uh, again the bright spot in the middle of uh, an otherwise you know dark day yesterday in kansas city but uh alex stone abc news out of los angeles thank you for the very latest and we will talk to you later you got it sounds good thanks guys see you brother uh, a couple of other things that i wanted to get to um yeah I, I was not surprised to see yarmo was fired no. from the the general manager for the blue jackets um i i uh i look i i feel like there's got to be some sort of a change, and I think every Columbus Blue Jackets fan would agree with that. I don't know if it's specific players as far as personnel that need to change or what have you. I don't proclaim to be a um, you know a guru when it comes to you know hockey and um, NHL hockey, but I can tell you that there are people who have been saying from the top and part of the way down this needs to change. The environment is not. Right. I mean, think about how long the Jackets have been at this, and we uh, we haven't even sniffed it, man. I mean, it's crazy. Then you got the Golden Knights of Las Vegas. Who, They've already won, like, what, one or two? Uh, they won the Stanley Cup last year, but yeah. they, they just... They just started. Uh, they're babies for all intents and purposes in the in the National Hockey League. What, so. what, what is it about professional sports in Ohio where we just suck and we can't get anything? Seems like a curse, doesn't it? The Browns, no, no Super Bowls. The Bengals, uh, been to but not won the Super Bowl. The Indians haven't won since 1954. The Reds haven't won in going on 40 years or 34 years. Early now. 90s, right? 1990. Yeah. So it's 34 years, dude. Our the Blue Jackets, the Cavs are the, the anyway. It took LeBron James, who you know, now we know who he really is. Uh, to bring a, uh, to kind of buy a title for Cleveland, like I don't know, man. Our sports teams are just not good in Ohio. Yeah, what's interesting is it looks so bright with I know Johnny Hockey and Patrick Laine, and you start talking about these guys who are studying. You know, we get Fantilli, Adam Fantilli, and it's just and it's like everything's just seemed so bright again this year. It seemed bright last year, and it's just like <laughs> what has happened. Is it is it management you have to ask because you go that's the personnel I mean look at them I mean they've got and I know one two even three guys does not a team make especially when, in I, hockey but man. this whole season was a, a debacle I mean and look at the Mike Babcock embarrassment I know oh god and that's that falls back on Yarmo yeah man that might have been a Yarmo production there which is why his feet are, are being held to the fire now but anyway to our point. With Yarmo, how did it take this long? And, you know, now you've got uh, John Davidson, 
who is going to be the interim GM as they, you know, hire a replacement for Yarmo. But um, and then they go on to talk about, you know, Yarmo's a good friend. It's one of the hardest days I've had in my career. Somebody I have a great deal of respect for. No, all of that is, I feel like, legit. I'm sure he's a great guy. He's a nice guy. I've never, I don't know Yarmo. I did ride an elevator with him down at Nationwide Arena. That's it. Didn't speak to him. But he seemed to be, but, I, I mean, it's just like you got you to gotta change some stuff when it's not working. How, how sad is it that the most successful professional Ohio sports franchise is the Columbus Crew? They've got three championships. That's good. more than... <laughs> good for them. Good for them, honestly.